You know, as I was getting ready to get into this message today, Holy Spirit just struck something on the inside of me and said, slow down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Before I even came up here, Iris leaned over to me and whispered in my ear. She said, just obey God today, would you? <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm going to obey God today. Is that all right? I know it's Christmas morning. I know you want to get home and get, get, a, get a good feast today, but I, I just feel the Holy Spirit tugging on my heart because uh, I, I feel like one word from God can change your whole situation. Amen? And, and, and it's changing me right now as I even speak this morning as the Holy Spirit came upon me and He said, Slow down. Don't get ahead of yourself today. Slow down. I, I just need to speak to somebody today. You need to slow down. <laughs> Can I say it in another way? Somebody today, you just need to relax. Come on, who am I speaking to today? So, somebody today, you just need to relax. You need to slow down and just relax. Take a deep breath. Hallelujah. So, Somebody's got so much anxiety that you're, you're carrying around that you can't even breathe. And the Lord's saying, just breathe. Amen? I, I, I'm not even in my notes yet today, so don't, don't start timing me yet. But, but, the, but the Lord's speaking this to somebody today because I feel like you're not here by accident. I, don't, I feel like it's a divine appointment today that you need to hear this word today. You just need to relax. Come on, everybody just take your arms. Just, just do this. Come on. I know this isn't a normal Christmas message, but somebody, you've been in the hustle and the rustle and all, all of the business of Christmas this week and this, this, this last month, but I want you to reflect on the word that the Lord gave me for this month. This is the month of miracles. Hallelujah. How many still believe in miracles? Thank you, G. I believe today that if you came in sick, that God is going to bring forth healing into your body. Because God says in His Word, it's not by might nor by power, but it's by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And it's the Holy Spirit that's going to bring forth that healing in your life right now through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. So just relax. We're at the epicenter church. What does epicenter mean? It means the center point above an earthquake. It means revival is about to break out in this city. I believe revival can break out on Christmas morning. Whew. I just feel his anointing here. Hallelujah. And it, the, the, the word that I have today that the Holy Spirit has placed on my heart today for this Christmas message is the word rejoice. <sighs> rejoice. If, if, let me give you my definition of rejoice. Rejoice means to jump up and spin about wildly. 
Come on. I mean, them Chiefs were playing yesterday, Andrea. And they made a touchdown, Vicky. <laughs> when they scored, it, it, it did something in me and Josh. We got excited. Amen. We, we get so excited about sports. When's the last time we got excited about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Hallelujah. You know, in a sports arena, you don't know what the outcome's going to be. The underdog could come and win. But in the spiritual arena, we already know in the end, we win. So why aren't we rejoicing now? See, America and, and Christians have become so comfortable in the wind that they're not still rejoicing. And, and today, somebody in the house needs to get a little excited about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in the word rejoice. It means to jump up and spin about wildly. It means to get excited. Because something big is about to happen. Something big is about to happen to this city. Something big is about to happen to this world. Because Jesus is about to get glorified and magnified. And when he's magnified, there's a time that we need to start rejoicing. We need to bring forth some rejoice within the church. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in Luke chapter number 2 and verse number 11. This will be the text that I want to use today. I'm going to use several scriptures, but this is one I want to use. Luke chapter 2 verse number 11. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. See, the birth... Jesus' birth caused a lot of rejoicing. Hallelujah. Why? Because what Isaiah spoke prophetically happened openly. How many like it when a prophetic word happens? A prophetic word is spoke over your life and then, then you're walking it out. You're walking it out. You're trusting the process. I, I love the message you had last week. You did an amazing job, Alicia, last week. If you didn't hear her message last week, you need to go on YouTube and, and listen to her message. It was so powerful. We've got to trust the process. We've got to walk it out. They walked out the prophetic word, and we're still walking out the prophetic word of the Lord today. Hallelujah, because the word brings forth hope. It brings forth hope and life. And today we need to rejoice. Because in the Christmas story in the Bible, there's a consistent note of joy. See, when you're rejoicing, there's a lot of joy inside of you. Come on, there's a lot of excitement. What, what causes the rejoice is joy. Come on, speaking this to somebody today. What causes the 
word rejoice to happen in our life is a lot of joy that is bubbling up on the inside of you. Have you ever had so much joy on the inside of you? It just, it, you just didn't know how to release it. Hallelujah. Uh, if not, maybe you need to get a joy jug and start drinking it. <laughs> Some joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. We need some joy in our life. Hallelujah. And when we get that joy deep down inside of us. See, Nehemiah 8.10 says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. Where is your strength coming from? It comes from the joy of God. But in the Christmas story in the Bible, there's a consistent note of joy. Elizabeth tells Mary when she visited her, when the sound of the greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Come on, Elizabeth's baby, John, leaped for joy inside of her. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's when John got baptized in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> The moment that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in the womb of Mary came into the room where Elizabeth was at, something happened at that moment. There was joy that was stirred up because Elizabeth, she, she didn't even know if the baby was alive or not until Mary came into the room with Jesus in her womb. There was such an excitement that stirred up. Joy in John stirred up. And that baby leaped in her womb. The angel told the shepherds, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all my people. But what about us in this Christmas story? The events are still relevant, and they still give us lots of cause for joy today. I'd like to pick out three results of Christmas joy. I just want to share with you. I, I'm going to give you three points today, amen? Is that all right? This is a point-taken church. They always like their point. I'm going to try not to be... Bullet points like I did last night, okay, big text? <laughs> I'll try not to rush God today. The first reason to rejoice, number one, is God sent us a king. God sent us a king. See, angels and prophets who spoke about the coming of Jesus said a variety of things about him. But I think their strongest message is that God would send a king. That is what Isaiah prophesied. He prophesied that in Isaiah chapter number 9 and verse number 6 through 7. It says, For us to, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon their shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. 
of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of God, of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to, to establish it with judgment and with justice from the henceforth even forever. The seal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. This would be no ordinary king. It's no, Jesus is no ordinary king. He is the king. He is the king of kings, and he is the Lord of lords. I like what he says. He's, our, he's wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace. Come on, somebody may be in the storm right now, and you need some peace. You need to call upon the prince of peace today. In the midst of your situation, God wants to bring forth peace. Gabriel's words in Luke chapter number 1 and verse 32 and 33. It says, and, and the Lord God will give to him, him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. See, Gabriel's words almost are identical to Isaiah's words. This looks very much like God's key message. God's Son was coming into the world, and of course, as the Son of God, He is the rightful King, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. So the reason, this is a reason for us to rejoice. Why? Because God sent us a king. A king to rule over everything. Uh, let me just speak it this way. He's the king over your sickness. He wants to bring healing to your sickness. See, when you, when you need something, you bring it before the king. Come on, if you have a need, you bring it before the king. And guess what? The king wants to meet your need today. If it's a financial need, you just bring it before the Lord. Come on, you bring it before the king, and you give it to him. You lay it at his feet. Say, God, here's my request. He says, you have not because you ask not. In the middle of your situation, all you need to do is ask. And when you ask, watch what God will do. God will perform his miracle-working power. We just need to rejoice. Rejoice. God sent us his a king. Number two, the second reason to rejoice. Is that God has sent us a savior. Mm. Aren't you glad that he sent us a savior? To save us from the pit of hell. To save us from the darkness of life. To save us from whatever we might be going through. He is our Savior. When we come to the day of judgment and stand before God, God's verdict on us should be guilty. But with Jesus, that He came, that we may have the life. And life more abundantly. God sent us a savior. In a manger. 
Hallelujah. What a powerful way to bring him into this world. What a humble way. We have a humble God. He, he came in that way. When he came on earth, he came in a humble way. We all fall short of God's standards. But because Jesus bore the punishment for our sin on the cross, we are released from that condemnation. Hallelujah. We don't have to walk in condemnation. If we're in Christ, we don't have to walk around. Doom and despair, agony on me. We don't have to walk like that. When we have a Savior, we need, somebody needs to rejoice over that. Hallelujah. That you don't have to walk in, in, in condemnation any longer. Jesus gave his life as a ransom. But there's a lot of other ways that Jesus saves us. He helps us day to day, day by day, when we, when we mess things up. Come on. Not the only one that messes things up, am I? He's always there. Even when we mess things up. Mess, mess things up in our life. He's there to pick us up. To polish us up. To pour his oil upon us. The pour of the oil of gladness. So that we can stand and rejoice in him. God sent us a savior. And the third reason to rejoice is Jesus came that we may have life. Hallelujah. Come on. Somebody ought to rejoice right there. He came that we may have life. John 10.10 10 says, The thief cometh to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus says, I come. Come on, this is red letter edition. Come on, can I just speak that today? This is a red letter edition. When it's a red letter, it means Jesus is speaking. So you need to listen up. Amen? Because it was the first part of this verse is darkness. The second part is light. Because the enemy will come in to kill, steal, and destroy. How many have ever been robbed? Man, me and Iris, we got, we got robbed one year. Right before Christmas, too. We was in a duplex. Somebody came in. They, they stole our rent money. My shotgun. Man. It made, it, it made me mad. I, I was bringing out scripture. Violent, take it by force. I was ready to take it by force. How many know when you get robbed, it does something on the inside of you? But I love the second part of this scripture. Because the enemy may come in to kill, steal, and destroy. He may try to rob you. But Jesus says, I come that you may have life. Come on, somebody needs to rejoice today. Because you're about to have some life. And life more abundantly released into your life. Released into your situation. God wants you to know. He puts you here for a reason. He knew every hair on your head. 
He knew every hair that I lost too. But he knew every hair on our head. He knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. That's how much Jesus loves us. So if he knew us before we were born, you know what? He has a purpose for you. Wow. He has a purpose for you. And if the enemy's been trying to kill, steal, and destroy, if he's been trying to rob you, know that God is about to pour out a blessing that is going to lift up a standard against the enemy and it's going to push him backwards because God says, I want you to have life. Come on, Teresa, I'm supposed to speak that over you today. You're going to have life. In Jesus' name, I speak life over you. In Jesus' name. I speak life into your situation. Hallelujah. I, I, I just feel this in the spirit today that God wants you to know we need to rejoice today because Jesus has given us life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I, we've been going through a lot with my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law, Pastor Dan. Pastor, He's been pastoring for... 18, 19 years in Iris's whole home church. Uh, gone through so much. In Denver, Colorado, they even put him on life support. Didn't know if they were going to have to pull the plug on him, whatever they might have had to do. But when we got the call that they were going to, that he was slowly coming back and they were going to take that life support off of him, they didn't give him a good diagnosis. They said, usually they don't make it. But when they pulled the plug, and they pulled that tube out of him, he started talking like a preacher talks. And he just started speaking and speaking and speaking. Can I tell you something? It did something on the inside of us because we found out he still has life. Hallelujah. Uh, see, you don't know it until you put on life support. And, and, and they pull that plug and they pull that tube out of you. Whether you're going to live or whether you're going to die. But God gave him a new lease on life. And I'm telling you that today. Because God wants to give somebody today a new lease on life. Because God wants to, you to walk in his power and his love. Why? Because he gives you life. Hallelujah. He gives us life today. I just feel the Holy Spirit's going to blow into your situation today. New life. New life. Jesus came that we may have life. Hallelujah. Number one, God sent us a king. Number two, God sent us a savior. Number three, Jesus came that we may have life. I speak life into each, each one of you. Everyone that is listening to this word today, you need to rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I remember back whenever I was a kid and... I asked for a bike for Christmas. I didn't think I was ever going to get one. But whenever I was little, I'll never forget it. It was a red bike 
with chrome all over it. And it had a black banana seat on it. Hallelujah. I was so happy when I saw that. I, I did a little dance, I'm sure. I was so excited when I saw that. But the Lord wants somebody to know today that He is about to bring forth life into your life. And you're going to be like me on Christmas morning when I was a kid. You're going to jump up and you're going to spin about wildly. You're going to get a little excited because of what God is doing. God is the one. Jesus is the way. He's the truth. And He is the life. He come that we may have life today. So today, the word for you is you need to rejoice.